Hey friends, welcome to the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast. Podcast that's not about growing marijuana or gardening, but is about living in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm sure glad you're here. The Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast is hosted by me, Connie Lawson, and airs Mondays and Fridays on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to check me out on social media, both Instagram and Facebook at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. You can also go to our website at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com to leave your prayer requests or a comment and to read our blog whenever I write one, which is not very frequently because speaking is my jam, not writing. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get this show started. Hey friends, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connie, and I am so glad you're here. You're listening to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. Today, I want to talk with you a little bit about spiritual dryness. Have you ever been on top of the spiritual mountain? Every time you read your Bible, the Lord is speaking clearly. You're going through your day, and whether it be in song or in text or in message or in communication with your family and friends, you are just able to pinpoint and see the hand and the presence and the intimacy of your God. And then you wake up one day and it's like, uh, where'd you go? And nothing you read feels like it's even breaking through your eardrums. Everything is bouncing off. The sermons all of a sudden are boring The songs aren't moving you. Your prayers feel like they're echoing in your head and you're trying so hard to come up with the words and the excitement and even the desire to open your Bible. Have you ever wondered why on earth does this happen? What is happening to me? Did I do something wrong? Is this something that I've caused? I know I have and it's only been through great number of anguishing experiences of spiritual dryness that I started to realize some key patterns in these times in my life and that they really aren't threatening at all. And so I wanted to share that with you today. I hope to encourage you so that when you face, because you will, seasons of spiritual dryness, you will see them as the planting ground that they really are, not as a dreadful, terrifying mess that we feel like they can be. Spiritual dryness is seasons of dry, of, da, of spiritual dryness is seasons of drought in our spiritual lives. They are not bad times like we fear that they are. Spiritual dryness is a training ground. It's a training ground for the things that we have learned before with the Lord. You will notice if you look and evaluate when a spiritually dry season comes, it's often after a very spiritually fulfilling season where, as I described in the beginning, you feel the presence and the power of the Lord quite easily. You have a desire and a passion to read the word. You know, when you talk about the Lord, you feel fulfilled. And then we go into seasons where all of those things are more difficult and we lack that same 
we feel like we lack that same ability to perceive the Lord and we lack the same emotional um, kind of excitement that we had when we would read or sing or worship or pray. It's interesting to notice that dry times often come after a victory and they are often come right before an even bigger revelation is given to us about our walk with the Lord. Spiritual dry times are seasons of quiet. We view them as seasons of something bad, like, well, I must have not done something right. And I would say, if you are reading your Bible and you are praying and you're confessing your sin, then you are doing right. And spiritual dry times don't indicate sin. They indicate a time of growth, a ground of preparation, and a season where the Lord is wanting to strengthen the revelations that he's given us before so that we are able to handle bigger insight from him moving forward. Spiritually dry times, they call for discipline. When it's easy to read our Bible and we open it and we feel like we get a fresh word from the Lord every time, who wouldn't want to read their Bible? But that is just not life in general. It's not life only spiritually. It's not life with your kids. You don't wake up every day and have kids that are obedient, respectful, and nap like champs and, you know, um, make it into the potty with each try. No, you have normal days, you have good days, and then you have a lot of mixed in bad days. And that's the same with your spouse. That's the same with your health. That's the same with your mood. So it is not going to be any different when it comes to our spiritual lives. And so it isn't something that should scare us. When we wake up and we wake up on the wrong side of the bed and our kids are having trouble and our husband is having trouble or our wife is having trouble, what do we do? We do all the same things we would normally do. When we have a bad day and we're, our kids aren't acting good and our spouse isn't acting good, it doesn't mean that we don't feed them, take them to school, go to our own work, get dressed, eat and come home. And no, we may not feel good while we do any of those things, but we still do them. We attend to business regardless of how we feel. That is the same for our spiritual life. And then as we are attending to our business, when we're not feeling good, we're more prepared for the next thing that comes. Because in life, as long as we're breathing, there's always going to be that next thing. And so I want to encourage you that if you are in a spiritually dry time, number one, it doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. Number two, it's not scary. And number three, God is every bit as present in your dry times as he was in your spiritually rich times. I want to talk to you about another aspect about spiritually dry seasons. One thing that I learned from the Lord, he showed me that I always wanted an emotional reaction from him. I always wanted the sign. I always wanted the feel good fuzzies when I read his word. I always wanted to know that he was working that I could see what he was doing, that I would get a word of encouragement every time my head dropped low, that he would be there to boost me up in some tangible way every time I needed it. But what the Lord taught me 
was, Connie, all of that is good and fine. It's good to have amazing moments with me. It's good to be on the mountaintop. It's good to hear me speak. It's good to see me move. It's good to be able to trace my hand. But what good is that if I'm only real when you are emotionally getting this fix that you need? And that really hit me. He said, spiritually dry seasons are the time where I show you that you can go through all of it with me and that it isn't based on some high and mighty pie in the sky, um, horns and, and movement and signs and encouragement, but that it's my faithfulness and it's your submission to do what I've called you to do that makes our relationship stable. It shows you that I am stable all the time. Because when we're looking to God to create and to fill an emotional hole, then that's all it's it's based on. It's just emotions. Oh, I feel it, so it's true. Well, what about when you don't feel it? When you don't feel it, it needs to be more real than when you feel it so that it's strong enough to carry you through. Dry seasons aren't seasons of crisis. They're just seasons where maybe it's harder to read your Bible. Maybe you don't want to pray. Maybe you feel like God is distant. But really, he's every bit as present. He's just not showing off. He's wanting you to trust him and his faithfulness and to seek him for more than just an emotional response. When we learn to seek the Lord for more than just an emotional response, that is when scripture is going to really come alive to us because scripture works whether or not we feel like it does anything. But we are such feelings-based people that if we can't feel the Lord moving or see the Lord moving or get a word from the Lord or have a sign from the Lord, then we often aren't strong enough to just maintain our faith and our belief in him and in his love for us and in his presence in our depression or in our struggles. And we're not even in a time of depression or struggle. We're just in a spiritually dry time. So spiritually dry times are precious because they teach us that our relationship with the Lord is not purely emotional, which is a gift from God. People are emotional beings, and we put so much power to towards our emotions and towards how they make us feel. But with God, it doesn't matter how we feel. That's the beauty of our relationship with him. We can feel him and we cannot feel him. And it, we can know that it doesn't make any difference. But also when we are truly seeking the Lord, we switch from seeking an emotional response. When we are truly seeking the Lord, then just doing what he's called us to do in seasons when we don't feel that emotional response becomes enough. And we see and reap great benefits from that once that season has ended. I can't tell you how many times I have had spiritually dry seasons and Satan every time tries to get me to believe the lies that it's something I've done, that God must be mad at me, that, you know, 
what's happening and to look all about it, all of the things that I don't feel like I have with the Lord anymore. And all of those things are mirages. They're made up problems that I turn and I focus on and that become so big and I miss the point. We aren't supposed to be looking at how we feel all the time when we're with Jesus. We're not supposed to be looking at only the signs that he gives and the encouragement that he brings and the feeling that we have about all of those things. We're supposed to be looking at Jesus, at his face. I'm not talking about his literal face. I'm talking about focusing on Jesus. Spiritually dry times are times where you go back to what you know. You go back to what you're truly following. And friend, it should be Jesus. Not Jesus plus a feeling. Not Jesus plus an answer. Not Jesus plus anything. Just Jesus. Spiritually dry times are seasons where what we've learned in the past becomes rooted for us so that we can take on more insight from the Lord in the future. Just because you have a close relationship with the Lord doesn't mean that you know all that there is to know or that you have all that there is to have. We simply are not created to be able to take on more of God then we are willing to submit to God teaching us to be able to take on. So let me try to explain that a little bit more clearly. In our human state, we are so weak that we have to be prepared to take on more of God. It's not just the getting more of God that we have to be ready for, but we have to be prepared to even take it on. Because the Lord himself is so incredible, so large, so outside of us, so big, so beautiful, so broad, that we have to work to even be able to carry that load to then be able to accept it somewhere down the road. Spiritual dry times are times of quiet. They are not times that you have done something wrong and so God has put you in the corner He is not not present in your life. He is not not listening to your prayers. When you read your Bible, it is working. It is changing you. It is changing you more than you know. When you are faithful in the dry times, it does so much more than when you're faithful and it's easy. Because everybody excels when it's easy. Everybody can be nice when someone's being nice. Everyone can accept the good and the happy and the comfortable gifts, but it's in the time of pressure and stretching and quiet and dryness that we truly are strengthened by the truth and the power of the relationship and the word of God and his love for us. And those things are only birthed out of a spirit of submission and a willingness to be disciplined and changed to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. If you are somebody that says, I can't read the Bible until I feel like, you know, I'm not distracted or I feel like, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to be disturbed. You're never going to read the Bible. Our spiritual life, we don't wait for our feelings to align before we obey. 
We obey because it's the right thing to do and because God is faithful. And it's in those seasons of doing the right thing when we don't feel it, we don't see it, and we're even having a hard time believing it, that truth becomes solidified in our souls. So take courage. If you are in a spiritual dry season, don't be afraid of it. It doesn't mean you've sinned. It doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. Spiritually dry seasons can be because you've done it all right. And I'm not talking about perfection. I'm talking about you've done what the Lord has asked you to do. And now he wants to solidify that truth in your spirit and in your soul in a way that it cannot be ripped out or blown away or hindered by the wind. And sometimes that involves spiritually dry seasons. So the next time that you face a season where you open your Bible and the words fall short, or you hear a sermon and you're bored to death, or nothing is speaking to you, nothing is making you feel the presence of God, comfort yourself in the truth that your relationship with God is not based on feelings. Praise Jesus. It is based on truth. And you can withstand the drought, the dry season, the hard times. You can be disciplined because the Spirit of God is within you. And it is His desire to strengthen you and your relationship with Him. So be of good courage, take heart, and press on. I will see you next time. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. Let me know if you have any prayer requests, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, or if you have any questions about your faith walk. You can reach me on Instagram and Facebook at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things or on the World Wide Web at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com. Thanks so much. Continue to support me by telling all your friends and family and drop me an encouraging comment in the box below. Thanks, friends. I'll see you next time. Are you stuck in your office spinning your wheels? Is it time for you to get away from your business so you can focus on the business? Maybe a retreat. I'm Katie Horner of the For Your Success podcast, and though my husband and I started out in full-time ministry, living well below the poverty line, our six-figure business now gives us ministry opportunities that far outweigh the ones we had in full-time ministry. Join me and my husband Tap on April 30th at the Get Out of the Boat Christian Business Virtual Retreat to recharge your batteries and let us show you how fun it can be to walk out your faith in your business with joy and confidence. Because doing the business that God created you to do can be your best worship. The Get Out of the Boat Christian Business Retreat is April 30th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. and you can attend from anywhere online. We can't wait to see you there. You can get all the info and register for your ticket right now at getoutoftheboat.com.